0: Like sucking and sucking and swallowing or sometimes spitting, whatever your preference is. So are the games of our lives. I'm of course talking about Kirby. And these are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing on.
1: the games of our lives podcast Tony that was a 10 out of 10 intro thank you so happy to have you here so happy to be back together with you again missed you missed you too man and we missed you guys and you you and gals and non-binary pals all of our listeners uh, happy whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this hope you're having a wonderful day today of course we're talking about Kirby specifically we're talking about Kirby 64 classic nintendo 64 game and uh you know one of the games of our lives
0: yeah maybe before- at left field a little bit but a hey, good game a solid game worth talking about i think
1: listen we were talking about left field two weeks ago when we were talking about uh we sports you know what i'm saying
0: <laughs> i got you
1: but uh before we talk about kirby let's talk about the news and this week uh There's a couple of big things going on here, so why don't we start with some little stuff and then we'll go to the big stuff later. We're going to start with Pokemon revealing the newest uh, regional variant, and that is Hisuian Voltorb was revealed. It is a grass electric type with adorable eyes, and I kind of love it. Tony, how do you feel about it?
0: I don't really like it. I, uh... I don't think you could just throw chibi eyes on a really I mean, twenty five year old Pokemon that's always been very serious and just kinda I don't know, didn't really seem like it cared for you too much, you know, it's just a very
1: angry Pokemon.
0: Yeah, it seems pretty pretty angry and now all of a sudden they're just like, Let's give it some cute eyes and all of a sudden you'll love it. I'm like, No, it looks kinda stupid. That's not Voltorb to me. You can't It worked for me everyone loves it i'm sure like all the other forms i don't like any of the hisuian forms this game is not already already
1: most i I agree with you for the most part but there's a couple that i'm like all right all right like we're cool with that
0: yeah I, i don't know something about this game maybe i don't know this game will come out, and it'll probably change my life. And I'll think, all right, this is the new wave. This is amazing that this exists. But there is a part of me that right now is not ready for that hype train. And until the game comes out and proves it to me, I'm just gonna it, try to stay level-headed about it and calm.
1: It's kind of wild. This game's only coming out like in a month and change, so it's really close. Yeah, yeah. You know what's here though? Forget about close. You know what's here? What? Garfield and Friends. <laughs> Garfield and Friends. Uh, garfield was added to nick all-star brawl and what's oh, not to love
0: is garfield a nicktoon
1: i you know what that is the question that i was asking myself they <laughs> obviously um, nickelodeon must have acquired garfield otherwise garfield would end up in that warner brothers brawl game that's coming out <laughs> so yeah garfield must be a nickelodeon property these days which that's fine it's kind of Kind of cool. I I like it. I just don't I still, understand I, any
0: of that stuff.
1: <laughs> still have not and will not played uh, Nick All Star Brawl. Just yeah, I can't bring myself to spend sixty dollars on that game.
0: I, well, a little spoiler alert. Oh, I'm notorious for the spoiler alerts, but yeah, I have played it a couple days ago actually for the first time because GameStop on Black like the uh, the Sunday before Black Friday they had some yeah. insane deals on games and they had All Star. Uh, uh, they had all-star brawl for 20 bucks
1: wow wow yeah. and uh what are your thoughts it's
0: uh it's fun it's not I don't know I think I need to play it more but it's probably worth 20 bucks I want to say it's cool just because of the cast of the characters and, and the movement and the speed and it handles really nicely um but oh, you nice. can't change your controller like button mapping so i can't jump with the control stick like i do with melee and stuff it's uh oh. you have to you have to jump with x and like everything does what it does and some characters are way more busted than other ones i think and it's uh but it's cool to be flying around as cora you know or like hang on the on the oh blow, yeah, yeah, yeah just going around it's cool to like be invader zim and cat dog and I, I mean michelangelo i heard is the broken most broken character so i just picked him when my girlfriend and i were playing she was using toff the whole the whole time and uh now yeah, i was like going through all the different characters i'm like all right this is nice. cool this is cool and then i picked michelangelo and i was like oh this is just this is like marth he's just got like the,
1: the endless sword oh dang he doesn't even have a sword which one? The blue one, Leonardo? Uh, Leo has a sword, yeah. Okay, yeah. Whoever
0: has two little two swords, that the blue guy is broken. Yeah, and that's Leo. my knowledge of the Ninja Turtles. You Ninja Turtle fans out there, I know Bill's one of them. But I give this game uh, six and a half out of ten. It's pretty fun. That's not bad. That's it's not bad. Fun. It's fun. Definitely held our attention. Not not great. A lot of improvements, but maybe yeah, six six and a half is pretty good. I think.
1: That's fair, that's fair. Uh, maybe when I come home, I'll have to play it with you.
0: I think that's a good idea.
1: Uh, you know what else is a good idea? When two companies collaborate and create something beautiful, Razer and Hello Kitty have paired up to create the Hello Giddy, Hello Giddy? Hello Kitty gamer chair. Uh, it, it just looks It just looks like one of those, uh, you know, cool race car looking video gamer chairs. Uh personally, listen, I've tried sitting in several of those gamer shaped chairs and I'm not a fan of how uncomfortable they are. (laughs) I listen, I got a nice little leather back, you know, with two handles and solid back support, solid arch support. It looks like an old man chair, but I don't care. I don't care. Nothing wrong with that, baby. Comfort first. It don't it is not as cool as a Hello Kitty gamer chair, I'm not gonna lie. But Hello Kitty ain't that comfy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comfort first always. Yeah, I don't really ever use those chairs. I've probably only sat in one once. They're not uh I don't think they're I don't know. I have I have like the same pleather chair. They don't
1: they don't feel comfortable to me. I don't know. I don't I'll give them another chance. If you were to put a single character on a gamer chair, who would you put on that gamer chair? Hurricane Chris the rapper. Oh, damn. I was going to say Snorlax, but I like Ooh. your answer.
0: Eh, that's a that's a tough one.
1: Although Yogi Bo makes a a Snorlax uh like beanbag chair, and that's kind of hype.
0: Yeah, they do. Dude, there's some like things on Pokemon Center like a giant Mireep or just like that that Snorlax chair. There's stuff that's just like four hundred dollars. <laughs> <Just,
1: like, laughs> crazy! I saw, ex- I saw a Lucario plush. It was like a, it's like a three and a half foot tall. So I guess like Pokedex uh measurement size like actual size Lucario. And it was like four hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, yeah. what
0: the <laughs> hell? That's so bad, you know that the I feel like that probably costs as much as like the six inch cuties that I've bought right. <laughs> recently. Like that, there is no difference. Like the little bit of material, like the labor, that it can't yeah. be a big deal. But they're like, oh, instead of this ten ninety nine thing for a really really good deal for a plushie, I think getting like free shipping it's, on almost. It's literally everything. just
1: like it. You take the Lucario sitting plushie and you stack three more on top of it. That's the size of it. Yeah, like it's, not, that's, it's not. It's not. It's not. Four times. To- it should only be four times as expensive.
0: Well, it, if it's three and a half feet, then it's probably like probably like eleven or so. Even if it's
1: ten of them, they're twelve dollars. Yeah. All right. So it still doesn't I, translate anywhere. That, to that's like one hundred and fifty dollars max. <laughs> this bad boy's four hundred and forty-five dollars. <laughs> Pokemon yeah, Center. Wag of the finger on your plush. prices. <laughs> Christ. <laughs>
0: Quick wag, yeah, that's definitely well-deserved. That's a well-deserved wag. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. And that's all we got to say about a Hello Kitty gamer chair. Thanks, Hello Kitty. <laughs> and last night, uh, the last piece of news is going to be dedicated here to the Game Awards 2021, which happened last night. And if for those who are not un- unaware, it is a three-hour event where a bunch of video games are awarded they have like best game best soundtrack you know best action game best family game uh best acting best screenplay. Like it literally is like an oscars for video games (laughs) half of the event is them awarding the games half of the event is basically trailers for new gaming things coming out and there's also like a couple of musical guests like yesterday i learned that imagine dragons are still relevant somehow and also, Sting is not as good at singing as he used to be. Oh, sorry, had to. Didn't mean to destroy all the Sting fans out there, but like he did a C minus job.
0: We just lost a lot of listeners. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Our mom and dad. Is- <laughs> there was the demographic.
1: Thank you, Bill. But let's talk about a couple of the uh, the awards that were given out. A couple of Awards that I that stuck out to me were the Indie Game of the Year. Ended up going to Kina Bridge of Spirits. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the What Have You Been Playing segment. Metroid Dread won Best Action Game. And then the Game Award Game of the Year nominees were Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. And the winner was it takes two who also won best family game of the year over like four nintendo games including mario party superstars i'm willing to burn down this this uh, game awards over over that alone <laughs> because not only is it takes so it takes two is a great game do not get me wrong the fact that it won best family game when it is about a couple going through a divorce is one of the wildest things Yo! Shout out, best family game. Mom and dad are no longer uh, celebrating Christmas together.
0: <laughs> it do be like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just like that, it's turned to a very
1: dark episode. It's okay. We'll 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 cheer it up with Kirby in a little bit.
0: Sure. Yeah, Kirby. That is what Kirby does.
1: I've been lucky. Uh, Tony, have you played any of these Game of the Year nominees? I have not. So, I've played a few of them. Uh, The ones that I have not played, Resident Evil Village, which I hear is great. Uh, Horror games just typically aren't for me, so I haven't gotten around to it yet. And Psychonauts 2, which I played the first Psychonauts game because it's on Game Pass. And I played that this summer. Just haven't gotten to Psychonauts 2 yet. Loved Psychonauts 1. It was a really fun game. Heard Psychonauts 2 is a really great experience. Just haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Deathloop I played about five hours of, and it's a really fun game. Uh, I'm sure if I played more of it, I would, like, fall in love with it. So I I fully expected that to win. Metroid Dread is the Nintendo game of the year. It's Nintendo's second best game that came out this year. Maybe third best game, in my opinion. Mario Party Superstars is great. Mario Golf Super Rush is the undisputed champion. Wow. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. For me, I think Superstars is one in my heart. But Golf is right there, too. And, and Metroid Dread was awesome. So I, I can respect it. Rift Apart was really good. It was like the first PS5 exclusive game to come out like six months after the the console launched. Beautiful game. The story was kind of boring. So I, it would have shocked me if it won. It, it was a really fun game. I, I played through it. It was solid. And then It Takes Two... Uh my girlfriend and I have played probably 3 or 4 hours of the game. It's a uh, from what I can gather it's like a 12 to 13 hour game. It is exclusively a multiplayer game. You play as a uh, a husband and wife who turn into two little toy dolls and have to explore where it's like Honey I Shrunk the Kids kind of but with a bunch of wild shenanigans going on including squirrels trying to kill you. It was weird. I didn't expect that to win, like, Game of the Year. I thought it was like, oh, that's like a nice little niche title. And here we are, Game of the Year. If I had to pick one game, I'd probably pick uh, either Metroid Dread or Deathloop out of the the nominees from my perspective. But it it was definitely a big, like, whoa, that It Takes Two ended up winning.
0: Sounds like every award show.
1: Tony, what would be your Game of the Year if you had to just pick one right now?
0: Miss Pac-Man.
1: Uh, oh, I wasn't specific on the year. Sorry. Uh, the your game of 2021
0: <laughs> had to cu- had had to have come out this year.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh,
0: because I would still miss Pac-Man. Um, <laughs> let's let's see let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Probably a Switch game. It's pretty bad. I don't know. Pokemon Go, I guess. No i've been falling in love with like older stuff lately too but i think the games i play most on the switch is it's probably mario golf but that can't be the game of the year you know no matter how good it's still a golf game i feel like right. just it could be i guess because of what they did put you know speed golf in it but is making a game based off of a sport like i feel like that kind of disqualifies you i'm not sure if I'm 100% behind my own statement when I say that, but that's just the first (laughs) thing that comes to my mind. Um, But I still like it way more than... I I don't know. I don't have any connection to any of these games, honestly. I don't really like any of these um, franchises.
1: It's definitely an interesting year for a Game of the Year nominee uh, situation. 2021, you know, coming fresh off the pandemic, you don't have a lot of huge AAA titles. Yeah, You know, Metroid Dread... Yes, it's a AAA title technically because it's a Nintendo game, but it, you know, it's basically been a dead franchise for the last twenty years. Let's be real, and it's you know, it's not like a Mario or a Zelda. Like Mario and Zelda are, like, if that if one of those two games came out, like, that's just guaranteed game of the year contender <laughs> right there. But there really isn't a game that had like universal like audience exposure i feel I almost feel like resident evil village may have been the quote biggest game of all of these
0: i believe that i believe that. that yeah resident evil has a humongous following right um it takes two definitely intrigues me it makes me i like playing games with other people where you're reliant on each other i think it's uh just a cool way to interact with another being and i think it's uh cool way to go through a game but i do want to mention um that i scrolled down um looking at all the awards and uh it, if it makes anyone feel better under the player's voice which is a hundred percent public voted award with a three round nomination process that began with 30 games sorry wikipedia i can't give you three dollars even though you ask me all the time <laughs> provide me with all this information but the people said halo infinite so there's a game that you know is good and uh that's, you know, well, whoever picks these games might be the same people grading them, you know, and flipping them for a million dollars. It could all just be a scam. It could all just be garbage, um, which I think that most awards are. And I definitely think that game grading is, especially WADA, wag of the finger, shit, uh, tip of the hat to Carl Jobs for making another video exposing them. And, um, yeah, Halo Infinite's probably really good
1: yeah i agree with everything you say there um, <laughs> you you better just kidding, just kidding. It, it's always worth uh giving the two dollars and 75 cents to wikipedia you <laughs> <monster>. <laughs> one day it's just not gonna be there anymore and the world's gonna catch on fire
0: yeah they're gonna be like man three dollars we don't have three dollars dave Chappelle. nope nope no. sorry
1: so there were a couple of big reveals as part of the Game Awards as well. It's, it's almost like an E3 Lite where not only is the focus on the awards themselves, but it's almost more of like a reveal show. And a lot of the, the hype and praise from the Game Awards is some of the stuff. Uh, for example, a couple of years ago, um, Super Smash Brothers had a character reveal there. They revealed the, uh, the little Phantom Thief guy from Persona. Joker. That's his name, Joker. Uh, So that was like... So people are like, whoa. Like, that's pretty solid to pull, like, a big Nintendo reveal. There was no big Nintendo reveal this year. I think a lot of people were, like, low-key expecting something. But there were a couple of other big announcements that were made. Uh, Cuphead is getting a DLC island announced. It is a... DLC pack that has a handful more boss fights. You can play as uh, Cuphead, Mugman, Mughead, and Chalice Girl. (laughs) Mugman? Yeah, Mugman.
0: That's a name? That is the worst name I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) He's a mug! What can I say?
0: That is awful.
1: Uh, So that's super exciting. It's it's actually kind of a shock considering the game is almost five years old now that it's just now getting a DLC. (laughs) But really it's kinda, let them enjoy cool.
0: it. Yeah. It oh, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. That's. Uh, I always wanted to play that. I've always wanted to play that game. I heard good oh, things about
1: it. It's fun. It's really hard, but it's fun.
0: That sounds good. That sounds yeah. pretty good.
1: Another cool announcement was this uh, 2D Metroidvania style game where you play as uh, the Grim Reaper. It's called Have a Nice Death. Uh, very Hollow Knight meets like Metroid Energy where it's a 2D platformer. There's a lot of, like, big boss fights. There's a lot of uh, tricky platforming and stuff like that. So that should be really cool. And then I think the biggest announcement that was made last night, of course, was Sonic Frontiers, an open-world Sega Sonic game.
0: That has the potential to be unbelievably good. It has. Wow. All right. I gotta I have to take a deep breath before I say this is <laughs> a b- big statement let's hear it <sighs> no i don't I don't really know if I even mean this if this game lives up to its potential and is as good as it could be if not better, it may make up for all of the bad Sonic games that have come out since two thousand five.
1: That's a huge statement right there, and I don't think you're wrong. Like honestly, I mean it. All all you like, seriously, all you really have to beat is like Sonic Adventure (laughs) Two. If this game is better than Sonic Adventure Two, it is the best game in the last fifteen years, twenty years. (laughs) So the bar is low. (laughs) For three D Sonics, very low. Sonic Mania was great. Mania was great, and a lot of people actually really like that one where you play as the three Sonic characters. Sonic uh, Heroes? Yeah, a lot of people I'm finding out really liked Sonic Heroes. But That's I, a good I, game. Yeah, It was fun. I thought it was like a... I don't know, I, d- I didn't love it when it came out, but I can see why people like it.
0: I played the hell out of that game when I was younger. That was still in the era of... Uh, we're going to play this game. We're not just going to put it down after 10 minutes and go, I don't like it. I have access to everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, no, I'm fine. Right. This is the Sonic game. That's out. And I want to play. I want to explore. And that world definitely sucked me in as a kid. It's a fond memory that I haven't really tapped into in <laughs> 15 I, years.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Well, hopefully Sonic frontiers rekindles that feeling in your soul comes out holiday 2022 so it will be competing with zelda which is supposed to be coming out in uh i'm I'm assuming quarter four 2022 yeah man that's two loaded games right there
0: that's 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 a ballsy
1: move 2022 is looking like a wild wild year for video games
0: it's it's setting up to be one definitely definitely is We're going to have a lot to talk about next year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially since we're going to start off with Pokemon Legends Arceus in January. Like, come on, son. Come on.
0: That's just it. It's going to be a whole episode, I think, right? (laughs) Probably. Honestly, probably. What could we do? What have we been playing and talk about it for an hour and a half and then try
1: to talk about anything else? Can't do it. Can't do it. That means we're getting to the meat and potatoes here. We are talking about... Honestly low-key one of my favorite nintendo 64 games period
0: oh i didn't know that
1: oh loved it loved it one of the first games as a child i've ever hundred percented wow yeah 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 all the cards too yep that's so impressive it it took me four freaking ever but we are talking about kirby 64 came out in june 2000 a uh a late bloomer for the Nintendo 64, considering the GameCube came out, I think, late 2000 or early 2001. But it is a uh, was an instant classic and really did things that Kirby had never done before, uh, including the ability to combine powers. And it's, to this day, something that Kirby really hasn't gone back to in a big way, and it's kind of disappointing. It's something that I think Kirby fans have been hoping for for the last what, 21 years? <laughs> just the ability to combine powers is just such a cool idea, and it's a shame that they've never gone back to it.
0: Agreed completely. If you've played one Kirby game besides, like, Kirby's pinball, you know, um, there, if you've played one, you've played them all, basically, um, as far as the main series adventure stuff goes. But this is probably the only one... Not like I've played all of them, but I can't imagine every single one of them is too far out. And this one really isn't either, but I'd say it's the best Kirby game
1: ever made, right? Um, I, I think to date it's my favorite Kirby game. It's it it's the only Kirby game, the only like... So it is, at its heart, still a 2D side-scrolling Kirby. However, the environments are fully rendered in 3D. And the angles of the level do add to like the 3D element to it the uh one of the standards in kirby is that kirby can fly and this is the first game to limit kirby's flying ability so you don't really have like a strong vertical uh movement capability in this game uh without the help of certain powers of course and it's it definitely forced players to is definitely really one of the hardest kirby games I'll, I'll say that much because you can't just fly over everything you have to kind of face some things head on it it becomes a pretty difficult kirby game
0: i haven't beaten this game really yeah i uh i'm happy that you have so much
1: um experience with it um what is your experience with the game
0: um i I, it was wow it was probably during i always forget the age but i want to say it was between the age it was probably when i was like 23 i want to say between 20 and 24 i uh I would just, when I played Diddy Kong Racing again, when I would just go through, like, Paper Mario and just enjoy, like, one-player games that I can't play now for some reason, and I sat down and played this game, and I was really into it, really enjoying it, and I do like the fact that it it is limited flying, you know, and that it is a little bit harder than most Kirby games, because... It kind of makes a Kirby game interesting. It's kind of too easy with uh, the way a normal Kirby game works. You still destroy sure. everything, and you can still fly better than any Smash character, you know, besides like Jigglypuff. Right. So it's just like you're still at a big advantage, but it kind of makes it feel like less of a invincibility broken, you know, like ability that they give you, and and more of a all right, you're doing this, but you still have to utilize it correctly to navigate properly, you know. Um, Right. And uh, actually, I forget what boss fight it was, but I couldn't beat one of them, and I got mad. And it was probably in, like, the third or fourth world, and I took a break, maybe deeper in the game, actually. And I didn't return to it until a couple months ago, when I was like, damn it, I need... To play this game, I need to beat that boss battle. It cannot be that hard. Can I sit down for more than 20 minutes and, like, get back to it and when I'm there for more than 20 minutes just, like, actually learn how to beat it and don't just not ever play it again? And I got to, like, the third or fourth world, and I don't... I'm enjoying it. I haven't played it much since, but I was enjoying it a lot, and I don't think that i got to that boss fight because nothing has really challenged me a real real like being a real problem you know but i'm right. excited to play it and when i finally beat that i will see a, the rest of the game and probably get mad at other stuff and then not play it for another nine years or five years of or math or whatever
1: <laughs> i i think one of the most frustrating things about this game is In each world, or in each level, I should say, there are three crystal shards that you need to collect. This is the first Kirby game with uh, three collectibles in each level, and Kirby's kind of kept that throughout the series since then. Uh, With the crystal shards, a lot of them are behind ability-locked panels or doors. And there's a lot of levels where it requires a specific combination of two powers, and a lot of the times one or both of those powers are not in that level. So you need to go and get a power combo from another level, come into that level, make sure that you don't lose that power throughout the level, and then use it for this one little door to unlock a crystal shard. And that definitely is the hardest part of the game when you learn that you cannot see the ending of the game until you collect all 74 crystal shards. Wow. Because you need to unlock the true ending. Uh, you, you end up fighting against a uh, a little orb monster as like the the de facto boss of the game when you're just playing through it. But unless you have all 74 crystal shards, you cannot unlock the shadow world. Which is... It's basically like a short level into a final boss. It's not like a whole world. Oh, that sounds sick. And you face this final boss and you're, you're Kirby flying on a giant crystal shard and it is almost like a star fox perspective where like the boss is way out in front of you uh and kirby's just like you can move kirby all around your screen and fire forward and you're fighting this giant eyeball monster called zero two who by the way has one of the sickest final boss themes that a a character in a game has and i was like like this goes hard even for kirby this goes hard and uh yeah it, it's it they i really love the way that they did that and it really opened something inside of me where i was like i need to start 100 percenting games now because mm-hmm. what if you can't get to the true ending unless you 100 percent the game like this isn't just some yoshi on top of a castle nonsense like <laughs> you know you beat bowser you beat bowser but you can't even get to zero two 2 unless you have all 74 crystal shards.
0: I don't like collectathons at all, but I think that this is a, a rare case of I love that. I think it's so badass.
1: I think it's fair, though. I think because this isn't really a. You're not overwhelmed with collectibles, and there are only three per level. So it's it's not like you're ever like oh my god like there's going to be so freaking many how can I find them?
0: It's the right amount.
1: Right. And the challenge is right too. I would agree. I would agree for the most part you can I would say you can get through and get probably 60 to 65 of the crystal shards on your first run through if you just did your first run through each level. You wow. probably can get like 60 to 65 some of them are a little sneaky some of them are not necessarily obvious and some of them require combos where you're like freaking really my guy and <laughs> but for the most part it's it's not uh, listen i beat the game as a freaking 12 year old all right it's <laughs> not impossible
0: you're a pretty smart
1: kid hey i'm, I'm okay i'm all right i'm i'm fucking so
0: so modest
1: yeah, I, I remember I played this game a lot. I didn't actually own the game at first. This was one of those blockbuster games. And uh, one of my really good friends growing up had a copy of this game. And him and I would trade games every once in a while. Like, I'll let you borrow this if you let me borrow that. So <laughs> did that with Kirby. Uh, I, I do own it now, finally. But, but that's how I ended up beating the game the first time was just borrowing my friend's copy. Does he still have that copy? He's. I assume he still has that copy, probably.
0: Dude, you should ask to trade copies with him. That way you have your childhood 100% copy.
1: Oh, I, I don't even know that it, that 100% file even exists anymore. Just a text away. True, true. I can do it. I think it'd
0: be cool to have that. would be sick.
1: Or I'll just have to do it again. Or
0: or you'll just have... Now you're getting me wanting to do that. That zero two. 2 that music. It just sounds so... Sounds it's so sick. good for, for this good Kirby game. Like, all everything about that. I had to trade games. I had. To, I was twelve. I beat it. I Had to go back for this. It wasn't overwhelming, but it was just the right amount of difficulty and the right amount of things to collect. Like, it's all just a good era and, and a good challenging fun. And it just sounds like such. There's so much more to this game that I, I still have to delve into, and um, I'm I'm excited to because I like this Kirby game a lot. Tony,
1: do you have a favorite uh, power-up combination in this game?
0: (laughs) Uh, I like double rock.
1: Turn into giant rock Kirby.
0: Giant rock Kirby and just touch anything and it's dead roll down hills roll over stuff touch anything literally like jump in the air as a regular kirby and then turn into the stone kirby and just if you're anything you
1: drop down like a
0: rock everything that touches you in the sky on the ground it's all dead you kill everything you're just a rock so good
1: how about you actually one of my favorites is the rock cutter combo uh, Rock, Rock Cutter lets you turn into one of Kirby's buddies from Kirby's Adventure 3. So you can turn into, like, the owl, the fish, the the little bird. I thought that oh, one was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one's sick. Uh, because that little bird can, like, fly really high, and it's really fast. I think it's, like, the fastest way to move around in the game. Hmm. I really, really enjoy that. I think I really like Bomb fire as well because you turn into like firework kirby yeah i think that might just be bomb bomb really bomb bomb might be firework kirby no bomb bomb i think fires missiles from his face (laughs) i don't remember a lot of them are really really good though i like that fire or i'm sorry ice and electricity makes you into kirby who turns into a fridge uh refrigerator kirby spits out like healing items which is really fun (laughs) But it has like no offensive properties.
0: Ah, that's so cool! What a cool game! All the balance, you know, the different combinations do different things, changing characters and turning into one that's faster. Like, oh, that's so cool!
1: Right. You could even jump on like King Dedede's back for like certain like short parts of levels, and you can use his mallet and hammer things for a little bit. Yeah. Keep talking. And they have little minecart races in the game where you, you end up on like a sled or a, a mine cart or something and you have to go through a whole level avoiding obstacles very a la donkey kong country with those mine cart levels very similar energy and those are a ton of fun and there's a ton of collectibles uh you have the crystal shards and then at the end of each level there is a mini game that you play where you're kirby and you're jumping onto a picnic like blanket that has like 7 or 8 items on it. And there's healing items. There's little stars. Which if you collect 100 stars. I think you get an extra life. Something like that. Uh, but there's always also one item. It is a question mark card. And there's like a little like trading card. Collection that you can build up. And I don't remember how many there are. But there's basically a trading card. For each enemy in the game. And the only way to get them. Is by playing this little mini game and jumping onto them. And that just requires you to play through a, like a ton of levels over and over <laughs> again if you're going for the 100%, which took a long time.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's basically like a Mario Party equivalent of like swinging with sharks. You just have some like right. time the momentum and, and go the correct distance and it once you get it, you get it but that is something that would eat me up to no end if i went through a whole level and died in the level a bunch of times and finally get to the end and i couldn't do it i'd be so mad that would just like take the fun right out of the game so i'm happy that's not a requirement to no, to no get no, no, to no. the
1: final boss uh this also this mini game or this mini game Jeez, i'm getting ahead of myself this game also had three mini games which honestly on par with pokemon stadium mini games really Oh my god, yes. So All there's right, three. I know what I'm doing after this. There's three games. The first one is 100 Yard Hop. And it is... I would say, if I were to compare it to a uh, Pokemon Stadium minigame, it's very similar to Rattata Race, where you basically, you're playing this hopscotch game, and you can hit A to jump, I think, two spaces, B to jump one space. And the goal is to hop as quickly as you can to the end. However, there's little obstacles, so you have to make sure that... You know, you don't want to jump into a puddle, so you have to make sure you hit A to jump over that puddle. But if it's two spaces away, you got to make sure that you're not hitting the button to accidentally jump into it. There's like frogs that are crossing, and it's a really like hectic and fun race to the finish. You can, and these games you can play as either Kirby, Waddle Dee, uh, Diddy, or Adelaide, who's the little artist. So those are like the the mi- multiplayer characters. There's also Bumper Crop Bump which I uh, is more like the Mario Party game where you can uh you have to like collect the fruit in a basket as it falls down. Uh-huh. Except except what you can do is you can press a button and you'll swap positions with another player. So it's a lot more fast-paced and everybody's on the same like horizontal plane. So you've uh-huh. got a lot of switcheroos going on and it's a lot of fun. It's like
0: honeycomb havoc kind of
1: uh, no. So, every it's an active movement game. So oh. everybody's moving around trying to catch fruits that are falling down uh, from the sky.
0: Oh. And, and whoever catches the
1: most fruits wins. But you can like bump people out of the way in order to to get item or to get uh, berries and stuff like that as they fall. The last mini game is called Checkerboard Chase, which is really cool. Basically, everybody's on like a uh, it's like a ten square by ten square arena in the sky and you press the a button and what you'll do is all of the spaces that are directly in front of you fall out from underneath and the goal is to get the other players to fall underneath you and last one standing wins i believe over time the uh, arena shrinks and it's it is hectic and a lot of fun it is honestly three mini games with high replayability
0: Wow. I have not played those. They all sound really good. I love good mini games. I play Pokemon Stadium just for the mini games.
1: You gotta try them out. You gotta try them out.
0: Tonight, definitely. Yeah,
1: they're so fun. So fun. My favorite is probably Checkerboard Chase, but there's not a bad one in the bunch.
0: It's gonna be a good one for game night. Definitely gonna bust that out on the on the boys are not expecting it.
1: Oh yes. Do it, do it. I
0: really like this game. It's seemingly different from games that i normally like but i love this game and it makes me feel like i do like games like these when they're done a certain way yeah solid solid a plus game
1: it's it's really good i mean the the single player and multiplayer experiences are great uh it's it's just really really fun really solid and if you have the opportunity please highly recommend it go play it now tony i got a tip of the hat let me hear My tip of the hat this week is to the undisputed number one worldwide ranked Mario Golf Super Rush player on the planet. And you didn't hear me stutter. I didn't say a mistake. Tony, for at least a couple of minutes, was the number one ranked worldwide Mario Golf Super Rush player on the planet. Tip of the hat, dude.
0: Thank you. Wow, that was uh, that was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Yeah. Uh, what what was the process, Tony? Uh, take take us through it.
0: Um, the whole thing.
1: Start to finish, baby. How much time do you have?
0: <laughs> um, well, it it started nineteen ninety two. Um, it was a rainy <laughs> night. My mom was pushing. I was coming, and then fast forward some twenty nine years, and. Um, I'm in love with golf, Mario Golf. I noticed that when you get the unlockables every month when, when that resets and you could you know, get your rating up to A- and get the costume design or whatever of the month, the um, the world rankings reset. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if you jump on as soon as it resets, if, if you could get yourself really, you know, up there to number one. And, uh... And I did that one day, and I think we might have talked about this, actually, but I tried to do that one day. I said, oh, the ladder reset, and yep. um, I got myself to, like, top 500 And I'm like, I thought that was really cool, and Bill was like, yeah, it's actually like 14 hours ahead in Japan, and it resets at like 7pm hour time. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with Japan, I messed myself up real bad with the timing, but basically, you were playing on Halloween night when it actually reset, ironically just because someone told you to play it, I think you had told me. Right. And, and, um, And you ended up getting like top 200, and I thought to myself, wow, if you... Wow, he he was on, like, hours before me. I had to grind to get to that top 500. Well, okay, not grind, but play for, like, an hour and a half. And that was top 500. But, like, to get to top 100, I stopped playing for, like, three days. I had to grind for, like, a full Friday night, Saturday, Sunday to get to top 100. I really had to grind. And I was like, if you start right when that resets, I think you have a good chance of doing it. So, um, long story short, I did the math wrong. I thought it was going to be a Tuesday morning. It wasn't a Tuesday night, 7 p.m., I jump on, I play a game, I go one under, and uh, right when the ladder resets, and I was put at 23rd in the world, and I thought, alright, so, you know, if per- realistically, it was the newest map that came out, um, the all-star map, and I, I wasn't too- I ran through it once before, but um, I'm not too familiar with it. Regardless, I go one under, I'm like, if I went three or four under, that's probably number one in the world, like, instantly. I was live-streaming, a kid in my chat I was like, oh, I got it, I'm just like, oh, sh- what the what the hell like this kid's already number one like this sucks but that seemed a little too easy almost so like i don't know i still probably would have felt really good about it but i'm like all right let's i don't know it's still possible and it's still really cool achievement in my mind even if it can be done that easily just to say that you were
1: in that oh absolutely yeah come on don't be modest
0: No, I really feel that way. I feel like they're, you know, I just look at the way that speedrunners put literally thousands of hours into games to perfect them and just play them a certain way. And, 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 you know, I I also think a real achievement in this is setting a world record for, like, a high score on a course. Like, my high score on rookie course is 26. I watched someone on YouTube get 37 under, you know, so I'm just like, all right, that person is better at the game than I am. I, I... to think I can admit but in the official rankings of the the game itself within that you know like server seeing number one to me that is, like, cool as hell, and you know how much I love Mario Golf, and I think it's just a really, really unbelievable achievement, and I was like, I, I think it's sick, I want to try to do it, so basically, one game, I'm 23 um, in the world after going one under, next game, I went to, like, 17, then 11, and then third, and I was like, I am third in the world right now, according to this game, like, Amongst some other people. And I kept getting paired with the number one person. And we kept getting the same score. They might get one stroke better. And I'm like alright I'm kind of falling behind. I would jump to second in the world. Back to third. To second. To third. To fourth. To third. Like I was just jumping around. And um. After like probably an hour and a half. Hour 40 minutes. I think I was third in the world. And uh. Or second. And uh. I had a bad game. And I was like maybe I'm, I'm paying attention to the couple people in chat. Um too much and I'm I'm kind of just like talking it through with them and I'm not really f- paying attention to the game and like really focusing on all I'm missing putts by like hitting the lip like 45 foot putts you know like I'm just saying like, I, re- I, I could make these I really need to concentrate and uh, I'm like I'm sorry guys I'm going to cut it short and, and see what I can do you know and I love talking to people that support me in, in, on Twitch you know and in chat Um, but for me to achieve this I think I needed just to be alone to try to figure it out so I turned off my right. stream and in the very next game I went four under and uh, I went from third in the world to to first in the world and uh when I saw that number one on there I like I I couldn't believe it like I was just I didn't think it was going to happen my girlfriend came in the room I told her I turned the stream off and I was just like I just did it and she's like what and it was a nice moment and then I uh you know later on I teared up a little bit, you know, it was just such a a moment for me, and, you know, just a lot of personal reasons, you know, game, golf in general, and just uh, this game specifically, both have very high sentimental value to me, so even for a a brief moment in history, just, you know, long enough to get a a recording or a picture of it, you know, with me in the picture, my name on it, to say that I was ranked number one in the world at that game, you know, in a Mario Golf game that, you know, I I really like a lot. It was such a such a, a nice night and such a nice moment, and uh, yeah, I'm very happy that I was able to do it. I was nervous and it was it was again a little stressful, but you know, we we tried to just play as many games as we could and to expedite that, you know, the points we get and also play as well as we could. And I I played pretty good that night and uh it happened and i'm very very happy you know and and proud of it so thank you for the tip tip of the hat
1: hey no tip to you man tip to you best in the world thank you thank you uh another tip of the hat i would say uh tip the hat to the game awards for for having some really cool reveals that was uh really nice to see twitter was going off and you know sonic frontiers looks ambitious and fun if nothing else
0: will be fun will definitely be fun tony any other tips i got nothing i got no tips i'm sure good stuff has happened this week tip to the doctor in the nurse that figured out i had strep throat last week when i didn't think that i had that thought i might have had covid um but yeah i had strep throat so that was you feeling feel better. That. Yeah, I'm feeling good now. Amoxicillin, last last pill tonight. <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> for all you, for all you people in serious question about my, you know, medical diagnoses and such. Just kidding, but I, uh, yeah, I feel I feel pretty good today. Um, you know, a little bit of Christmas going on, but I gotta just gargle a little bit of salt water. Merry Christmas, more like Merry Christmas That's what I've been saying around my hey. house. Hey.
1: That hasn't gotten old, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Grandma gets tired of it, but no I'm kidding <laughs>
1: uh any wags of the finger tone
0: uh who we
1: who we, normally we come out swinging with with the wags of the finger
0: yeah, you're right well, you're right i mean i I think the I don't want to take the cheap, obvious way out, but I'm going to say the the, the judges for whoever votes on these games, like Game of the Year, I maybe wag my finger to them for uh, That's fair. either being corrupt or just, I don't know, I don't know what they're going for, but get with it, you know, sit down and play Mario Party for an hour and tell me that, that, that shit's Thank better, you. you know? Thank like, <laughs> you! <laughs> and we're talking about a dice rolling game you know but like come on now those mini games like that it takes two could be life-changing could be amazing i'm very intrigued by and i kind of want to play it but like you know eats a pizza ice hockey speed hot you know what i mean undefeatable
1: yeah Yeah, what are you talking about you crazy come on at least you got to give superstars best family game come on come
0: on By, by by far
1: a country mile a country mile I don't know how long a country mile is, but I think it's longer than a, like a standard traditional mile.
0: <laughs> you, you've said it a couple of times and every time, I think. I really like that. I got to use that one day.
1: I, t- somebody somebody on, on Twitter hit us up and let us know what a country mile is. Because I've been saying it a lot, and I'm probably using it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like four feet. Yeah, <laughs> right. A country it's, mile... Country Mile just as far as you can see before the road turns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that
1: was that was a ten out of ten. Oh man. So uh Tony, what games have you been playing this week?
0: Let's see, let's see. I was just gonna say something good. Damn it, I can't remember. I'm talking about Mario Party. You got I'm another country about... mile? it was just about, it was about country mile i was saying i like that i've been wanting to use that Ah, it'll come to me it'll oh it oh it just came to me and now it's gone again oh right. it was something i wanted to talk oh it was the number one fan that's what i was going to say dude that's but not i'm just going to cut off what we've we been playing this week and go straight to a little section that we call fan of the week fan Still? of the week Still that person from episode two that said something about, like, where their dad or something on Twitter, whoever that was, that person is still still holding still... the number one spot.
1: Yeah, unshaken.
0: So, someone, please, please give us any reason to get rid of that that guy. Has been dead for eight years. Do you understand? Like it's been a long time. There is very very low bar if you want to become a fan of the week. No donations. No not. You could follow me on on Twitch or Bill. You could you could say hi on Twitter to hi. Send the tweet. That's all you got to do. That will get you a a, a serious resume clinching. Job position finding. I mean, this is an (laughs) achievement that you will be able to say you were number one fan of the week on the Games of Our Lives podcast. Oh, my God. No pressure, but if anyone wants to, you're more than welcome to. Everyone is invited. We love our fans very much. What have I been playing now? I've been playing Sword and Shield um, VGC online, and, um, and I've been streaming Pokemon Go battles the past couple nights, and I played Nickelodeon All-Star, All-Star-Ball a little bit, um, All-Star-Ball? (laughs) All-Star-Ball, yeah, um, yeah, that's about it. I was really in Sword and Shield, going deep, trying to get that master rank. We we'll probably could have taken like 25 games of consistent winning. It took me like 80 games or like 79. Yeah. But we got there, though. Still a lot Money. to learn in Pokemon. But yeah, we got
1: there. So top 1500
0: nice. in the world, baby. What have you oh, been playing, for? nice, dude.
1: Thanks. Uh, <laughs> been playing a few things, actually. Been pretty busy. So I did get the, the BDSP double pack. And I completed the main story for Brilliant Diamond. I am still playing the Shining Pearl Nuzlocke on my uh, Twitch streams at Build the Fajita. That, I'm streaming that game every Tuesday night at 4 p.m. Central. Uh, I've been playing a little Super Paper Mario uh, on stream as well. That's been pretty fun. Uh, as far as off the clock, I've been uh, playing some some Mario Party Superstars, of course. That game... I love it so much. I finally hit 99 rank, which there's, so just just a heads up to people, that's not me being in the top 100. You just get a cumulative uh, level the more you play, and it maxes out at level 99. So it, after probably, I would say, about 20 to 30 hours of gameplay, you hit that 99. So it's not really that difficult. You just got to play the game. But, you know, not to toot my own horn, but pretty darn good at the game. What can I say? I enjoy it a lot.
0: You're a monster.
1: So, for for this game, there is an area in the game where you can look at your last board played um, for each board. It shows your results of the last time you played, and for each of the boards right now, it's like I'm almost afraid to go back and play it because I know I'm going to take some L's, but for each board, the last game that I played, I came in first somehow. So... That's a picture. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm I'm pretty a picture. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and, and one of those dubs is against Tony, so I feel even better, to be honest with you. Because, listen, Tony has really bad luck in Mario Party Superstars, but he is definitely one of the better people at the minigames, for sure. You really think that? Yeah. That I honestly... I think between, like, me, you, and Tyler... I think the three of us are like on just about, I would say, equal footing for the mini games.
0: I think that's fair. You know, the the, the more I play this game, and I was so hoping that it was going to happen with this, um, the more I play it, the more I like it because mm-hmm. the tension starts to fall off the more you play it. I think, like when you and I played it for the first time, I honestly I was so nervous. Like every mini game was the end of the world. I was like, all right, like. I, w- I was just very stressed out the whole time, but the more I play it and the more I'm like, all right, yeah, they got a lucky space. Like, everyone gets a lucky space. Everyone could buy a custom dice block. Like, all right, this minigame is, like, more luck-based. You know, this is more skilled-based. I'm better right. at this. I'm- I need to practice more at this. Like, it's just another thing in life where the more practice you put into any aspect of that game, including every single mini game individually, you will see improvement, and you will be better than other people at it, you know? And, like, yep. I... I kind of just thought I didn't like have that approach when I first started playing and I'm still now I'm taking Ls all the time and I'm completely okay with it because I'm like, you know what? I want to win the minigame star. That's what means the most to me. Um, There's certain you know, games I can definitely improve in and I'm at a really good place with the game and I absolutely love the game and I play it pretty consistently and I would mm-hmm. love to play again uh, pretty soon. We're gonna
1: have to make it happen then.
0: Bust your ass, get, oh. get that <laughs> W out of there. I'm taking it because I only oh, care shoot. about
1: playing the game for winning. I don't care how bad I am at it. You understand? <laughs> well, you better get those uh, chance time strats ready.
0: Ooh, nice <laughs> reference. But I'm not doing that. I'm going for Mini Game Star. I'm going. I'm playing it out. I'm counting Woo! every space. Damn. And Ruthless. and and Ruthless. and. I figured out how to roll a ten every time. Nah, no, oh, I, didn't, shoot. Do I Imagine. didn't do that. I, I, well,
1: I've... well, I mean, you basically can because they give out the custom dice block like hotcakes in this game. So, true. So that's not that big of a flex. Just kidding. Actually, Just kidding. It's pretty good. It's, um,
0: actually, I do kind of get every number when I go for the ten. So maybe it's. I don't really get three that much.
1: I feel like I roll low generally. Like I'm a, I like roll two to four pretty consistently really yeah oh yeah i
0: i think there's a timing when you hit dice block and that dice block pops up if you wait the same amount of time every time this is probably completely wrong because i get (laughs) algorithms like check this and i think someone just did that with right a mario party if it's like a well
1: the the old mario parties you would have like a number assigned to you before you even like like when the turn started your number was assigned to you so even if you like you know shut the game off went back to it you are always going to roll the same number no matter what. Really? Yeah, Th- at least for the Nintendo 64 games. Wow, that's crazy. Absolutely.
0: Wow. Um. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if you can in this one, but I like to think that you can because it makes me think like, um, I don't know, I hate the dice rolls. It, um, I, I like that they're the lucky. The dice
1: rolls here. are the most stressful part of the game.
0: I think so. I really think so.
1: We're going to have to play soon.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 definitely going to be playing uh, this weekend. I'm excited. We record Let on Fridays.
1: And these episodes go up on days later. Usually just mere hours later. Minutes, I would say. In fact, the people are already listening. They're actually ahead of us in the recording right now. <laughs>
0: Couldn't even make it to live streaming. Just went straight to,
1: like, their are already streaming. ahead of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Damn.
1: Oh, uh, last game I've been playing, by the way, is uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. That's the game that won Game of the Year uh, for indie titles. Uh, it is, if you could imagine a 3D platformer that looks like a Pixar movie, it's exactly what it is. Really cool game. The music's great. The controls are really solid. I think at the price point it's fair um although it feels steep for an indie game but then again look at metroid dread it's a 10 hour game that i paid 60 dollars for whereas Kino was 40 and i'm already like 12 hours in so
0: wow 40 bucks for an indie game is steep
1: it sounds steep but when you think about like the quality of the game i guess it, it it's easier to swallow that pill uh tony what are the games you've been playing
0: it's about it honestly um we talked about Nickelodeon, talked about Sword and Shield, been streaming, definitely been trying to stream. Just I, I, I can honestly say I said this to my girlfriend a couple of days ago. Um, it just hit me. I'm in a pretty good place with gaming right now. Like I, I'm, I'm still obsessed with like Pokemon Go battling and I jump on Showdown and stuff. But there's just like a weight. That, that, I feel, has been lifted. Like, the Mario Golf thing really made me feel good. And something about just recording, like... You know, I recorded, like, one Yu-Gi-Oh! match. I recorded more, but I only uploaded one to YouTube. Like, that and, and streaming and just... There are other games, too. Like, we, like, Game Night, we're playing Melee and Mario Strikers for GameCube. And right. just me just playing even like vgc pokemon like sword and shield just looking up teams for series 11 and being like all right let me see what i could do and uh just playing games and mario party and, and having fun with so many you know between golf and party and pokemon and different kinds of pokemon and different game night stuff like there's just been so many good games happening for me right now and uh and then talking about you know doing this podcast and talking about games that i miss and that have impacted me so much it's just like a very good headspace with with video games right now even the like when i lose in pokemon go battling i feel like less invested in it i still play it like every day but uh, if i lose i'm just like it is what it is you know i'm just not getting angry so much and yeah i'm happy for you man thanks that's what i've been playing (laughs)
1: Well, I think that's, uh, that's going to do it for us today here at the Games of Our Lives podcast. I want to wow. thank everybody so much for listening, as always. If you want to follow us online, we are at Games of Our Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we post uh, as weekly as we can get on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. If you want to follow us on socials, you can follow Tony at the Poker Rapper. He is on TikTok. He is on Twitch. He is on Instagram. And myself, you can find me at Fajita, at all of the, you know, all of the socials that you can find. Twitch, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Tony, any last words for the people? I
0: have to piss so bad. <laughs> Could not say with the street face. Um, no, thank you all for listening so much really fun episode today. They all are, but this one was really great, and we'll see you in the next one. Baby, stay hydrated.